Will gets the puck for Carrier. He gets stripped, taps the loose puck for Kessel. He scores! Kessel from below the goal line! Because one hour isn't enough. We welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Knights grab it on the right wing side. Smith to the point. Petrangelo scores! Set up by Riley Smith. Chevrolet, Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios, and live at lbsportsnetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Sticks down, drop the puck, let's go, ready to rock. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights hosting the Los Angeles Kings at T-Mobile Arena tonight. Fourth last game of the regular season for both clubs, and Vegas can add to its lead atop the Pacific and the Western Conference, and Los Angeles really needs a regulation win to put themselves back in the mix for the number one seed in the West and first place in the Pacific Division. Darren Millard along with Ryan Wallace here at T-Mobile Arena. This is a game that uh, has that uh, feeling of deja vu around it, with Vegas and Los Angeles battling in a really important hockey game? Yeah, it's uh, most important game of the year, I think, for the Golden Knights. Most important game of the year for the Los Angeles Kings. There's so much on the line. It's as close to um, a, a an important The civil authorities have issued a fire warning for NUCA, beginning at 4.48 p.m. and ending at 5.48 p.m. Evacuation lifted for the Bishop Saddle Club from large fire and area. And Drew Doughty, among uh, others, with the Los Angeles Kings, had some things to say. And then they met in the first round of the playoffs. Yep. And that went in a, the closest series ever for a sweep. Yeah win in favor uh, of, of Vegas. Then things disappeared well, for a while. That's what, that's what happens when you miss the playoffs like the Kings have done. Now the Kings are back. They yeah. took the big step last year, mm -hmm. but Vegas missed. Yes. Like things, things didn't line up. Mm -hmm. Here we are. They, they may or may not meet in the first round of the playoffs, but this, this tonight is what we have for both franchises, is the most important result of the season. Yeah, 100%. This is the most important game between Los Angeles and Vegas since game four, year one of that opening round playoff series between the two hockey clubs. And, you know, in terms of rivalry, I think that you should expect temperatures to be at a boiling point in this game. The Kings have been very good so far this season. The Golden Knights are looking for an ability in this game to maybe send a message and i don't know it could be a preview based on how things shake out and based on the outcome of this game this could be a first round matchup we see fourth meeting of the season between the two franchises remember they opened the season against each other yeah. in la yeah vegas won that night a late goal and and that propelled them out of the gate it was yeah. it was awesome to see what vegas was able to do uh, mark stone was great that night uh, and we had logan thompson winning the season opening start uh, handed the number one job earning the number one job but la has won the last two one vegas was pretty beat up for uh -huh. and the other one was a frustrating night for vegas so I think this is an important game for the Golden Knights, not just to add to their advantage in the standings, but to show that they can make the adjustment. The players can make the adjustment to what is a very 
disappointing uh, performance the last time they played against uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Fighting through the what they play is a 1-3-1 one, one defensive zone mm-hmm. system in the neutral zone. It's it's difficult to navigate. Uh, Edmonton, they're going great gangbusters right now, and that was, that was a low-event game uh, between Edmonton and L.A. Uh, the other night. It can frustrate you at times. You have to really... Uh, except the fact that there's not going to be a lot of room to gain the offensive zone with puck possession. You have to chip it into good spots and go get it and get on your forecheck. Vegas is a team that loves to make plays. And at times this year, and, and it really did revolve around uh, games against uh, L.A., where Bruce Cassidy has used the word stubborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, yeah. you you have to take what's given to you in this 1-3-1 uh, challenge uh, that, that – Los Angeles puts against you, and you have to make adjustments to that. The players are all aware of that going into tonight, but if you're looking for an indication of how this game's going to go in the early uh, minutes, it will be, is Vegas able to move the puck up quickly Mm -hmm. from their defensive zone? That's D to wingers. Are the wingers in the right spot? And that, that, that's a huge part, is the wingers being in the right spot uh, on that to give the defensemen. Because you gotta, you got to really attack before they get L.A. gets set up in that 1-3-1 one, one with those three players across the, the red line. And the other part uh, is, do they commit turnovers trying to gain the L.A. zone? Or are they chipping it into different spots or dumping it in on hard rims and going after it and, and forechecking. If they're making uh, good plays and forechecking, take that as a real boost of confidence for the Vegas Golden Knights, even if there's no no scoring in the early moments. Yeah, and I, I think for you know for Bruce Cassidy, what he wants to see is kind of that mentality from the beginning of the game, right? He, he kind of talked about L.A. in that you, you don't necessarily or you can't necessarily make those plays early on you've got to set the tone by playing uh into where your strengths are going to be against that system and for the golden knights i think their forechecking has been really good put pucks behind them if that's the only play available and get to work down low bang some bodies utilize some of that that heaviness that we've seen at times with the golden knights in their in their ability to play because then that can open up other options for you as the game wears on looking at it through a player's eyes Mm -hmm. This is how I think it's going to go. Okay. You're going to see some turnovers in the first couple of shifts. Sure. First five minutes, you're going to see some turnovers because players want to make plays. And they believe in themselves that they can beat the system. Mm -hmm. And their talent is going to be able to get around that neutral zone. It's not a trap, but it's clogged up. Mm -hmm. When that doesn't happen... It's up to the players to respond and make the adjustment. So the first rotation and a half through with the lines, I think you might see some turnovers. Okay. Don't panic because it's the second rotation, the third rotation, where the forecheck should be the primary focus, getting pucks in. Now, if Los Angeles isn't ready to play and – Carrying the puck in with possession is there. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. There, there may be that opportunity. But uh, knowing athletes being around as long as I have, uh, <laughs> they they all want to be able to get it across the line. 
be like you don't want to be stepping out of bounds and leaving it up to the field kicker yeah. if you think you can get it to the end zone. Uh-huh. Uh, athletes want to make plays. That's part of uh, the the stubbornness of, of a coach saying simplify it. The athlete says, "No, I can do this. Trust me." After the first rotation and a half, let's see where 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 that goes. Now, do you run the risk of just kind of getting into an early frustration point if you do that? Like, which what? For the Golden, like, if, if there are turnovers, if, if you are... Well, the coach you, will be frustrated, well, for sure. Well, coach, sure, yeah. 100%. But then, does it, if you're turning no. the puck over early on, doesn't that frustration creep into your game? And then no. maybe you're trying to do shouldn't. too much down, the, down the road? It shouldn't creep into your game. It should be a great reminder mm-hmm. of what happened at the meetings today mm-hmm. as far as how you beat the 1-3-1. Okay. okay, it didn't work. Yeah. They were right. The video is right. Sure, it's still there. Now let's go to what they're what they've told us. Mm-hmm. And I will never go against an athlete who thinks they can make a play. Right, I, I do love that. But if it's not working, you better get back to what the coach is telling you, or get to what the coach is telling you in an adjustment. There shouldn't be an adjustment made tactically for Vegas going into this game. Yeah, because that's already set in stone. They've done the pre-scout work. But the players themselves, whether it's Carlson or Eichel or Marcia So or Smith, Nick Watt, will believe that they can get that puck across the blue line mm-hmm. without turning the, turning the puck over. When it doesn't work, they know they're going to hear about it going back to the bench. Yeah. They're not going to want to hear about it a second time. Mm-hmm. So that's where I think you'll see it won't be frustration. It'll be more of a kick in the pants or a reminder uh, right there, a very loud reminder. <laughs> yeah, I'm fascinated by it um, because, you know, I think the last game that these two teams played, the, the Los Angeles Kings were as buttoned up as you'd expect them to be. And it was one of those games where I just don't feel like the Golden Knights were able to move up the ice as a unit, and they certainly weren't able well, to Well, the players it. never changed. They, yeah, they, they, tried, they tried to and, beat that 1-3-1 one, one with possession all night. And that's, that's one of those things where I, I, I think you have, to, you have to buy completely in to, to the messaging. You have to buy completely in to the way that you need to play. And I, I would like to see, and, and as much as you want players to make plays, I want the Golden Knights to just buy in off the jump. Like, I want them, first shift, put it behind them. Put it behind them. Go to the forecheck. Like that's what I'd like to see. Well, that's what the coaches would like to see too. But oh. but but if there's a play there, no, or the, they think yeah. there's there's a play there, they're gonna try it, try it. And and Bruce is fine with that. Yeah. If the play is there and you can make it, good. But be sure about it. You yeah. can't turn the puck over and then have L.A. Because if you turn the puck over there, they got numbers coming back the other way, yeah. and it makes it dangerous. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. So I I think it's going to be real interesting to see the first five to ten minutes of this game, and what is and isn't available, and what decisions gold, the Golden Knights do end up making when they've got possession of the puck. Two things that will help it: defensemen being really assertive with their decisions mm-hmm. to pass the puck vertically, straight up the ice. D to D, none of that. Mm-hmm. Bank passes behind the net, none of that. You got to get up the ice, but to go up the ice quickly requires the wingers to be in position and and ready to receive those passes. If they're not ready, 
the D can't move it. Mm-hmm. They have to go side to side. All of a sudden, L.A.'s set up. Yeah. And, and they're ready, and everything's clogged up and gives them and their uh, system uh, a better chance to be successful. So uh, the, the defensemen and the wingers in particular really have to be in sync and on point in position to make sure that you get it. Now, if you start beating that system, what, what happens when you flip it into uh, the corner on, on a dump in and get on your forecheck? Well, it causes L.A. to back up a little bit, knowing that you're not going to try and beat them. So they have to retreat a little bit faster. That will open up like the running game, passing game mm-hmm. philosophy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really on point here. Uh, if you start dumping it in and your forecheck's good, you're going to create uh, a little bit more passiveness in the one three one and you're going to open up some room to carry the puck in with possession. But you have to establish the dump, the chase. Uh, it's simple. It's not glamorous. But if you do it properly, mm-hmm. it can be really effective. Yeah, and I think that, that that's really what, it, what it's going to boil down to is are the Golden Knights going to execute the game plan that they have to play against Los Angeles? Are they going to put pucks in deep? Are they going to get their forecheck going? Are they going to be able to back off the Kings in the neutral zone? If they can, then I think the Golden Knights are going to really be able to beat up on a Los Angeles Kings team that has played well in this building this year. This is a good moment for Vegas to dial in where they are in preparation and execution, too. Mm -hmm. Coaches want to see the plan executed. They've talked about at times, not being able to get that message all the way across. For a first-place team, it's pretty amazing uh, that they've done that. But yeah. the, these veteran players, it's a veteran lineup, still want to be able to uh, be skillful and show uh, uh, their skill and use that skill. This will be a, a good indication of where they are or how much work still has to be going. Teaching moments, mm-hmm. you don't want the teaching moment tonight. You hope that the teaching has already been made. Sure. But... We'll see how far along they've come. Uh, let's uh, go to Bruce Cassidy, who spoke this morning at Sydney National Arena. And being in the room today, you could feel that the, that there's a, just a little more intensity around this game than a lot of others. And uh, Bruce uh, started things off uh, talking about uh, what's anticipated tonight and addressed the uh, the goaltending uh, part of it. Also, the one three one and how you beat it. Here's Bruce Cassidy at Sydney National Arena. Yeah. Yep, it was. Uh, we let both goalies know yesterday who was going to start. Um, I won't get into the whole process. Two highly motivated guys, Jonathan for obvious reasons, Brassois, you know, waited patiently. Um, it's played very well for us. Um, so anyway, we went back and forth and landed on Lauren. Situational. I think every team's different. Uh, Tampa's going to go with one. We know that he's won two cups. Been to a third, fourth maybe. A um, little more solidified. I think other teams you might see used to. Um, where we land on that, we'll see. We still got four games to sort through it. So, um, like I said, I think every team's different. I think it's more common, obviously, to have one. We lost to the Islanders a couple of years ago in Boston. They played one in the previous series, one against us. So uh, they had two good guys, and they used them both. So I think, like I said, it depends on the team. Uh, just part of their 
return to play protocol, re- rehab, whatever you want to call it. Now they're starting to do some on ice work. Well, Stoney's gone through that. You know what I mean? Everyone's in their kind of in their phase of where they need to, to be, and that this is just part of it. So I don't get sometimes asked, but until they're bra- back in our group, you know, it's difficult for me to give sort of any update whether they could help us in the immediate future or in the present. So that, that's that's where they are right now, uh, those guys. I don't know until they're with us, to be honest. That's why I can't give you a timeline on any player right now until they're back with us. So um, we've got four games left, three tomorrow morning when we reconvene right here probably and have a chat. Uh, we'll be down to three. So t- the clock is ticking. So they we're balancing trying to, you know, get them cleared and medically able to play then some appropriate reps and some game time but we're also getting ready for the playoffs so right now that's the hand we're dealt and we're doing the best we can. You know, we've seen you shuffle the lines a little bit more in the last week and a half than we did previously. How much of that is trying to get a spark now and how much of it is seeing what you have and who works well together for the playoffs? It's both. If it, when you see a starting lineup it's thinking what will this look like? What could it look like down the road? If you see line switch in game, it's probably staying in the moment for that particular game, trying to get something going if we don't like what we see or feel we can get better. On that note, what did you like with the door fan? Well, he went in there in Nashville, and they created some, some chances right away. Uh, Barbie's done a good job in that line. I think Pav right now is in a – you come this late in the year and you're getting your opportunities, got maybe more – juice in the tank than some of the other guys that are been through this for 77 games or 78 uh, and he's trying to earn his way so we're seeing that a guy pushing through trying to take someone else's job so to speak so um, we saw some jump in and put him in there I thought he did a good job so let's look at it today going forward really really good defensive team that we might see very soon in the playoffs so how can he handle that being up there with Jack Jack seems to get special attention um, usually from the other team's top people so might be a little different challenge for him not saying he didn't with Carly and Smitty because they they get it too but um, so a little look at that see how he handles that uh, he complimented the, those two the other day well so so we'll, we'll stick with it at least to start I want to see us win. I want to see us play well. I want to see us uh, not turn pucks over in the neutral zone. They play a very disciplined system through there. Um, early, the first game of the year was probably our best game against them because we got through there and put some pressure on their D to break pucks out and then contain us when we got them back. Last time in here, I thought we played into their hands. Um, I think the game right after Christmas, you know, our lineup was probably as depleted as it ever been. So I don't want to put too much stock into that particular game. I thought we had pockets of good hockey. Um, I thought, like I said, I'll use the first game and the last game as more measuring sticks on, on the op, basically the good and the bad, how to play. And I'd like to get closer to the start of the year game where we were we were on top of them, putting a lot of pressure on them. Um, and uh, they tend to be a low-event team, right? They're top team in the league in rush chances against, zone denials. They do a good job with that. And they try to counterpunch you when if you're, if you're not patient. So we have to be patient. There's Bruce Cassidy uh, chatting about the tonight's game against the Vegas Golden Knights, and you get the impression. It's it's one of the reasons why we love Bruce so much and we bring you the entire uh, media session mm-hmm. is engaging and uh, a lot more than just a yes-no answer. 
that's as business-like mm-hmm. as I've heard Bruce all year. Intense is the word that I would use. That's as inten- intense a uh, media session with Bruce Cassidy as we've seen all year. There's very much a business-at-hand mentality going into this game. I think Bruce understands the importance. The, the team understands the importance. And you know what? It's business. Go out there, get the job done, and you give yourself – a real good chance to lock up home ice advantage for at least the first round of the playoffs. And these players, they they know those stats that LA's number one against rush chances mm-hmm. in the National Hockey League. They give up the fewest rush chances in the entire NHL. Vegas is a very good rush team. Yeah. By being a rush team, you gain the offensive zone with the puck. LA just doesn't surrender that opportunity. Yeah. So there's the adjustment. You got to flip it in. You got to put it in good spots. You got to get after it. Uh, the other part uh, that the uh, that the Los Angeles Kings are are very good against is uh, allowing the other team to enter their zone with possession. Mm-hmm. They kind of go hand in hand, but there there's two different ones. They they don't they don't let you carry the puck in. Another example of the players have to be uh, aware of that, and they do. The stats, the video have all been piled up now the execution comes now uh, los angeles hasn't won every game this year they haven't been the boston bruins uh, this year Mm -hmm. so there's opportunities where you can take advantage of that they haven't been on their game every night maybe tonight's one of those nights where where everything's not clicking for them and you do have a, a chance to to carry the puck in or create an odd man situation if you can get the puck up the ice quickly and, and take advantage of it but I can tell you one thing. Uh, Bruce Cassidy will be looking going, you better decide really fast. If it's not there, you do what we prepared you to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. If, if you've got to, you you got you got to make sure that you're playing the right way. And that's really kind of what it boils down to. You want to execute. You want to move pucks quickly. You want to be connected to try to break the 1-3-1. But if there isn't ice there available to you, you have to be willing and you have to be committed to putting the puck behind the defense of the Los Angeles Kings and getting to work that way. With the one three one, there's basically there's one defenseman in the LA Kings zone. Yeah. Waiting. The other defenseman's up making that three players across the line. Yeah. So there's room to put the puck in certain spots and try to get to it mm-hmm. and, and grab possession. Uh, Vegas has changed up the lines a little bit uh, going into this this game tonight. You've got Michael Amadio playing on the line with William Carlson and Riley Smith. Yep. That's the way they skated this morning. Pavel Dorofiev moved from the second line to the first line mm-hmm. tonight with Eichel and Jonathan Marcia. So it's funny, uh, Dorofiev has been all over the place in the last little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's almost like the, the firecracker uh, going and getting getting everybody uh, off uh, and, and running. Uh, Ivan Barbashev skates with Chandler Stevenson and Phil Kessel. So mm-hmm. that, a little bit, uh, and I keep going back to, I uh, can't remember whether it was uh, Channing yesterday or, or who had the uh, the call, went X-Files on us. Oh, it was uh, Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, Jordan, uh, it was a wonderful call. I loved uh, I loved where you were going with it, but I, I'm, I'd be love to hear what you're thinking now mm-hmm. to see that uh, Dorofiev, who spent considerable time with Eichel and Marcheseau the other night, uh, and was uh, moved up uh, during the Minnesota game. Uh, he's going to skate uh, on that top line again. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how 
Pavel Dorofiev plays alongside Jack Eichel and Jonathan Marsh, so I think that gives you an, another option that, that Jack can pass the puck to and, and you know you've got a shot on goal. Like with Jonathan Marsh, so he likes to shoot the puck. Pavel Dorofiev, what we've seen out of him, he'll get to the inside and he likes to shoot the puck too. So you combine that with Jack Eichel's ability to set players up, perhaps you've got something there, but I think it's it's worth just taking a look to see what you might have against a team that you could see in the playoffs. I always wonder when I see a line like that, like who's going to go get the puck? Yeah, you usually have a guy on the line yeah. that goes and gets the puck. It, you're, it, you're Ivan it might be yeah. it might be Pavel Dorofiev yeah. who, who goes and gets the puck. It's not saying that Jack and and Marcio are can't forecheck, but uh, usually you do have that worker be on on the line uh, that that plays that type of role. Now the the fourth line will be centered by Nick Watt tonight. Uh, Teddy Bluger comes up. So uh, some experimentation mm-hmm. taking place. The goaltender, they're going with the guy. Yeah. Started three of the last four games uh, with tonight's game and uh, the back-to-back set against the home-and-home home, uh, against the Minnesota Wild in Lauren Bressois. Uh, they're going back to him. But up front, uh, they're trying a, a, a couple of things, so looking forward to it tonight. Uh, we've got two more tickets uh, for one more pair uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken next Tuesday. Those will come in the one-timer segment mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. on in uh, hour number two. But that's not to say we don't have something to give you right now. Yeah, we uh, we have a pair of tickets, and this is pretty awesome. And, and Chapman and I have, have kind of come together with a really awesome contest that we're going to throw the phone line out for right now. 702-876-1340 is the number. It's a pair of tickets to Power Trip Live. That's right. Power Trip Live is coming up. October 6th, 7th, and 8th from Indio, California. And if you don't know what it is, I'm going to run it down for you. Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, they're playing Friday night. ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, that's Saturday night. And Metallica and Tool rounding it out, rounding out the festival on Sunday, October 8th. We've got a pair of tickets for you all three nights. Okay? Here's the game. Caller number five. We are going to play you... Six seconds, a snippet of a song by one of those six artists. You tell us the name of the song, you're a winner. 702-876-1340, that's the number. We're taking caller number five. Chapman, you let us know when we've got caller number five on the line. And then we will get your song queued up. And you just got to tell us the name of the, the song. That's it. It's just that simple. Darren, you think you have any chance? Oh yeah, winner! I've already won. I saw your text going back and forth all day. I already know the the all songs that are going to be played or could be played, and and basically I'm a genius at this. So you're I, a genius I, at this. Yeah, I I mean it goes without would you, saying. Would you say you're a big I, fan of those I musicians? Read, oh yeah, those totally. bands. I yeah. love the love those bands. Big but, Metallica. But guy? given given the fact, yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I've seen them, uh, and it's a great show. But the the idea that you guys were blowing up my phone today gave me the inspiration to get involved in this. Joey, congratulations. 1984 Iron Maiden. You guys win that the very difficult. I'm for That's the, the whole people. point. I want That's people to win. No, if I couldn't get the cash we the got other one. We got a winner. Yeah. We got a winner. It. Wasted all my time for Okay, come on. Come That's on. All. So what what's uh, what's Jeremy getting out of this? Yeah, it's a pair of tickets to the Power Trip Music Festival, as we were just talking about. Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, they play Friday night, October 6th. ACDC, Ozzy Osbourne, they play Saturday night, October 7th. And you round out the entire festival with Metallica and Tool, Sunday, October 8th. 
What are the chances you'd make it to Sunday? Oh, good. Not a chance for me. Oh, come on. Not a chance. You're not, not that old. But, but uh, old. I'd have not a that great old. time doing it. Uh, we've got uh, two tickets for the Vegas Golden Knights against the Seattle Kraken next Tuesday. And you know what I'm going to do for that? Hmm. I'm going to make it so easy. But you just have to stick around to the next segment for one-timers. News and notes from around the National Hockey League ahead of the L.A. Kings and the Vegas Golden Knights on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Carlson left corner, centered, one-timer, score! It's time for one-timers. One-timers. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day on the VGK Insider Show. going to start outside the National Hockey League. A weird place, I realize, but did you guys happen to catch what Connor Bedard did last night in the Western Hockey League postseason, Regina Pats against the Saskatoon Blades? No. The flip to the head, behind the defense, and then just broke through. They couldn't close the gap between the two defensemen fast enough, and the two defensemen took each other out, and Connor went in and scored in the breakaway. Watch it. And, and, and this isn't this isn't having fun with the two defensemen for Saskatoon. Yeah, It's just how breathtakingly quick Bedard got through there and then ended up making the, the puck look easy in putting it into the back of the net. It was, uh, it was really impressive. Uh, Kuro Kaprizov, he's got speed. He knows how to uh, make things happen. He practices again with the Minnesota Wild, and they're talking about a return Saturday. They're aiming for Saturday against the St. Louis Blues for Karel Kaprizov. Are you watching the Connor Bedard play? <laughs> yeah, this It's not as much funny <laughs> as it is extraordinary. What, what, he, what he did with that play, you can't teach that. <laughs> What, what he was able to do. Yeah, this is on loop for me right now. I, I, I can't stop watching it, actually. Pretty amazing stuff from Connor Bedard. Um, on Kirill Kaprizov, uh, as, as we you know mentioned and, and talked to John Shannon about, he looks at the Minnesota Wild as being one of the scariest teams in the Central Division because they've played so well. Matt Boldy's been fantastic, and they've done it through a stretch without Kirill Kaprizov. You kind of learn who's going to rise to the occasion, who's going to step up, and then you put a dynamic player like Kaprizov back into the lineup, the Minnesota Wild are, are going to be an interesting team come playoff time. I went through some analytics today, and what Matt Boldy's done since the All-Star break mm-hmm. is beyond impressive. Yeah. Leading the league in goals per game, uh, shooting percentage, uh, from in tight distance from the goal line, uh, goal, it's it's been really impressive that uh, how he's been able to carry that weight. And the reason why I was looking at it is because Pavel Dorofiev is up there in a lot of those categories. But every time I went to a different category, it was Boldy at the mm-hmm. top. Yeah. And then you you try and figure out where uh, Pavel Dorofiev was in that mix. Dorofiev hasn't played as many games as Boldy, but uh, that that's that's really impressive. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche battling with Minnesota and the Dallas Stars. More injury trouble uh, for them. Kale McCarr uh, is not going to be able to go. He's out indefinitely right now, uh, along with Darren Helm with the Colorado Avalanche. Don't know the situation with McCarr. He's battled concussion, uh, also an upper body injury. Uh, Helm, who didn't make his debut until uh, January this year. But two important players on that Stanley Cup march. We know McCart, the Norris Trophy winner from a year ago. Yeah. But uh, as far as people thinking, okay, Colorado's there. They're ready to go. Well, Landeskog hasn't played yet, and they're still 
another year for them to finally declare themselves fully healthy, and they may have stalled that comeback from uh, from all the injuries. Yeah, it's been one of those years for the Colorado Avalanche. The good news, I guess, for them is that they you know, have a Stanley Cup win to fall back on, but the, the reality of the situation is it's not going to be an easy road for Colorado. I, I still trust them in the playoffs, but you know, if you don't have a healthy Kale McCarr and you don't have Gable Andeskog back in the fold, um, I think it's going to be tough sledding for them. Boy, you talk about an important uh, division title. Mm-hmm. That's one. Yeah, because oh yeah. if you don't win it, you get one of the other two. And yeah. you're talking Dallas, Colorado, and Minnesota. Two of those three teams are going to face each other in the first round. One's going to be out. I, I, that's why I love the first round. Good teams go out in the first round because it's so competitive. Yeah, no disrespect to the Seattle Kraken, but if you're the Colorado Avalanche, you take your chances against Seattle uh, a heck of a lot more than you do against Dallas or Minnesota. Uh, Seattle can clinch tonight. Look at them. Clinching scenarios. Good for them. If they defeat the Arizona Coyotes in any fashion, regulation, overtime, yeah. or shootout, yeah. Seattle Kraken will punch their ticket. Explain to people what punching ticket means. It means they'll be in the playoffs. Okay. Do you ever have your ticket punched? I've never had a ticket punched. It's an old school reference. Yeah. Seattle Kraken Did will you? qualify. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh if they win in any fashion or if they get one point uh, overtime or shootout loss against the Coyotes and the Nashville Predators lose to the Carolina Hurricanes in any fashion. So Seattle doesn't have to win, but they need a point. Basically, their magic number is down to two. But Seattle, a second-year franchise, mm-hmm. can book a trip to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Incredibly impressive overshadowed and not given its due attention because of what happened in this building six years ago. But being a second-year franchise and making the changes that they did during the offseason a year ago, changing their approach, uh, I feel bad in a way that they're not getting the, the due respect because it's it's wildly uh unusual that a second-year franchise wouldn't make the playoffs. Yeah, there aren't many teams that are doing what the Seattle Kraken have done over the course of, of year number With a two. week to go, too. Yeah, with a week to go. So it's it's great, I think, for the league for Seattle to be in this position, and I think, you know, you, you kind of wish there was an opportunity for Vegas-Seattle round one, just because I feel like that would be a really intriguing matchup and, and one that would create something, but, you know, good on the Seattle Kraken for taking a big step this season. Five years ago today, 16 people died, 13 people seriously injured in the bus crash involving the Humboldt Broncos of the Saskatchewan Junior Hockey League on their way to a playoff game against the Nippon Hawks. Uh, we remember all the players, the coaches, the support staff, the bus driver, the broadcaster, uh, trainer uh, who uh, lost their lives, and we leave sticks out to uh, those of you upstairs and the 13 that were injured and are still with us. Uh, Humble Broncos, the five-year anniversary of that terrible tragedy. Those are one-timers news notes from around the National Hockey League. Tickets to give away, two to see the Seattle Kraken and the Vegas Golden Knights wrap up the home schedule here at T-Mobile Arena. Be caller number seven. 
to 702-876-1340. We'll give you the tickets. Back with Catching Up with Chapman next. Traffic is brought to you by Port of Subs, slicing up the quality you crave. Stop in today or order at portofsubs.com. Scheduled to reopen Friday at 5 is the Charleston Boulevard to the northbound 515. Now on Monday at 5 a.m., the ramp from southbound 515 to Charleston Boulevard, that will be closed for approximately 30 days. Traffic is brought to you by Port of Subs, slicing up the quality you crave. Stop in today or order at portofsubs.com. In the mood for a classic? How about a Port of Subs classic ham and cheese bundle? Smoked ham and creamy Swiss on garlic parmesan bread. Classic Lay's, a classic Coke, and a classic Ghirardelli chocolate brownie. Stop in for yours today or order at portofsubs.com. Port of Subs, we're slicing up the quality you crave. The question I get all the time is, how much do your loans really cost? I mean, are they super expensive? First of all, if you need a loan for a week, just a few days, a month, whatever, you only pay interest for the time you have the loan out. Okay, I'm with you so far, but how much exactly? Let's use a $1,000 loan as an example. The interest would cost you $5.50 a day. And if you need the loan for 10 days, the interest cost would be $55. Just $5.50 per day on a $1,000 loan? Yes, sir. No other fees at all. Just the interest for how long you keep the loan out. And for 2023, the first week's on us. That was Chuck. And to celebrate 25 years in business, he's offering free loans to all new customers. No fee to apply and a week of free interest. We have over 50 locations. Apply over the phone or online at don'tbebroke.com. This spring, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill Spring Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and April 30th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in spring rewards and see participating locations, visit williamhill.us. That's williamhill.us. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. Finley Volvo invites you to discover the first pure electric SUV from Volvo, the XC40 Recharge. Volvo's first battery electric SUV is fully connected, featuring the first infotainment system designed and built by Google and powered by Android. Hey Google, turn up the heat. With Google Google Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store built in, along with legendary Volvo Safety, it's the SUV you've been waiting for. Learn more about the XC40 Recharge at FinleyVolvo.com. Las Vegas never sleeps, and neither does Zip Zap Auto. Open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Zip Zap Auto is now offering 24-hour smog test, VIN inspections, and DMV registration services. You can get your car registered the same day and get new plates and titles within 48 hours, in most cases, without having to deal with the DMV. No appointment is ever necessary. Drive in to Zip Zap Auto anytime at the corner of Cheyenne and North Durango. Hear that? That's the sound of the 2023 Chevy Silverado's turbo high output engine delivering impressive power with no compromise durability. Whether you're helping friends move or just moving some friends, this is the sound of a family with plenty of rear seat room to enjoy the ride. And this is the sound of you heading to your local Chevy dealer today. Find your Silverado and find new roads. Chevrolet. See your Southern Nevada Chevy dealers.
It's Ryan Wallace, and if you love heavy metal, listen to me. French heavy metal icons Gojira and American heavy metal legends Mastodon are teaming up for an epic concert inside the theater at Virgin Hotels Las Vegas on Sunday, April 23rd. For more information about this rock and duo, visit virginhotelslv.com. Then check out the best places to eat in town with Casa Calavera for the best Mexican dishes north of the border or night and market for their famous Thai drinking food. One Steakhouse, Todd English's Olives, and more. Make a weekend out of it with Virgin Hotels Las Vegas. When you want luxury, evocative design elements, and elevated services in your vehicle, look no further than the Lincoln Black Label. Every Lincoln Black Label is expertly designed to enlighten the senses with effortless thematic interiors and accents. Black Label is available on the Navigator, Aviator, and Nautilus SUVs. And all owners also enjoy a personalized suite of services that seamlessly guide you through the Lincoln experience. Think in Lincoln? Then think Finley Lincoln in the Valley Auto Mall or online at FinleyLincolnOfHenderson.com. Time for a weather update and yup, it's a temperature. It could rain. Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. Get a basic oil change starting at $24.95. Meineke, doing car care right. At participating locations, terms and conditions apply. When the guy wouldn't stop talking, we had no choice but to give him his own segment. It's time for Catching Up with Chapman. Oh, Christopher. Hi, Darren. So, big, big game tonight. Like, I f- you mentioned that that it felt a little different in, in Bruce Cassidy's presser today. It really was. There, it's, it, it, I don't want to say there was tension. Right? That's not the right word, but... You could feel well, you were there. Yeah, but you could feel that that it it, it was a big game and you well, know he he's, wasn't as chatty. Yeah. He wasn't as descriptive. Uh, more of what you hear around other thirty one dressing rooms. Yes. But it's just shorter. And there's nothing wrong with that. I I love the fact that we're into this uh, this intense part of the season. Yeah, I, I, I wanted to ask a question and I Why didn't. didn't I, I. I don't know. I. I oh, you I, got. You got. I got uh, cold feet. Yeah, yes, yeah. I got. Yes. I got. I got some cold feet. But I was going to ask him. You know how? How do you balance not looking ahead to the playoffs because obviously it's it's right around the corner, but still staying to the task that's at hand, and that's winning What's the division. What's there to look forward to in the playoffs for a coach? Yeah, I mean that's that's a that's a well, good the one too. Co- the coach is about planning. He doesn't know who he's going to play. Yeah. So yeah. He you I don't can think still, there's anything you can look forward to. I think you do. I mean, you you, you, you get the grind of the regular season behind, and you, you kind of have an idea of, of the well, path that's ahead of you. Well, he's looking forward to it in the sense of anticipation, but there's not a much you can do otherwise. I, I, you're seeing a little bit of experimentation up front. I'm looking. I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing what Dorfeyev can do with, with the top line. I'm looking forward to see what Barbershop does elsewhere in the line. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. Gonna that be, versatility? Let's let's go. I think there's a, there's a few different things uh, to evaluate. Bluger comes out. Uh, Nick Waugh moves to center. Uh, y- you could see some of these, all of these, or none of these <laughs> yeah. lineups uh, when it comes to the to the Stanley Cup playoffs and and opening night against Winnipeg, Calgary, Nashville. I don't know who's going to be or Edmonton, Los Angeles. Like tonight, tonight does put you in a position for home ice though. Yes, uh, and and that's big. Should you end up being in that second seed against uh, the Los Angeles Kings, big time, uh, big time, uh, buddy. Uh, get down here, enjoy the game. I'll see you upstairs. Yeah, press box at the popcorn machine. Yeah, I'm more of an M M&M and M guy. Yeah, I don't go for that popcorn. Pe- peanut or, or plain? Oh, uh, peanut. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, but, but but the popcorn gets stuck in my throat, and then I have to cough, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and the producer's mad at me. It's yeah, yeah. Tavis it, doesn't it, he doesn't it, take it, too it, kindly to that. I get it's it. It's ugly. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm purely uh, a, a chocolate guy. Uh, looking forward to it. Vegas, L.A., biggest game in six years between these two franchises. Pre-game shows coming up on Fox Sports Las Vegas.